a listener production. Okay, here we go. He is ice cool in moments like this. Oh, the big fella runs back into heavy traffic. Look at him go! Oh, he's Footy Talk Journos edition. We are back earlier in the week. This time, Michael Karianis, what do we got? Yeah, Des and Manly, they're at war in, in the courtroom and we have a, all the details around that court case. And Michael Chamis, West Tigers are on the uh, rundown for well, a change. I'm looking at the agenda. It says Flea Hadjipantelis. I hope that's double E, not EA. It anyway. is. It is. Here we go. Journos edition. Footy Talk Journos edition. It's a regular thing. In the off-season, actually, Adam Peacock, I'm back. Introduced myself here, which means Michael Chamis isn't host. Glory to this podcast think, that that's the case. I think the fans are disappointed. I don't well, think so. That's if you, looked at, my, if you looked at my email, you'd realise the fans are disappointed. <laughs> I thought I did well hosting, but anyway. Well, there's a shock. <laughs> there's a shock. I did so well that I managed to get Danny Widler out of here. Jamie, you're the type of bloke who could be a scratch golfer and be 15 over and go, geez, I, my mid-irons were good today. I, I, I didn't deserve that. <laughs> I've played golf. With Your our, chair is there, pal. I've played golf with, with our guest today. Yes. Well, maybe we'll, well, we'll let's bring him in, shall we? Because Danny Widler just decides within 24 hours, which surely we're going to have a fine system here, within 24 hours he goes, oh, by the way, I'm in Townsville, so I'm out <laughs> for the podcast. He's away on national team duty. Michael Karianis from the Daily Telegraph, Sunday Telegraph. What else is there? There's a few, but I'm here. How are we, fellas? Good. The Michael. Gronkowski. Oh, yeah. You've been sitting on that? Yes. The Gronk is One here. Best. Gronkowski. Oh, Gronk. Well, I just added it. Oh, I suppose you're Tom Brady, are you? No, no. The Gronk, literally. <laughs> oh, just the Luai. Gronk. Okay. Yeah. 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 Remember? <laughs> Sorry. I thought I it was. I just smoked the whole... peace pipe. It's all over. Yeah, yeah. but. And you try to inflame the situation. I did. Man. I wasn't happy about him trying to smoke the peace Grand pipe. Grand final, you did mention the fact that you you decided to just try and stir it a bit out yeah, of that's what he does. Penrith Stadium, but you, you, you're happy to be a Gronk and you're happy to be mates with Jerome. Again. Yeah, all good. Yeah, yeah. Did, Makes did up you all those use things. the word Gronk back in the day, like in school? Yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was a thing. Are you, are you part of the Gronk? A bit older Gronk? than you boys. No, you live in Manly. They don't use the word Gronk. <laughs> no, no, no. no we, 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 yeah, Gronk was never part of our uh, Wait, you never heard vocab. Of it. I heard of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But it wasn't like in school. Like, oh, 100%. No. Out west, out your Instead way. Instead of saying, mate, we just said Gronk. Yeah. What did you get as a, as a kid on the roll call? Karyani. Karyanis. Karyanis? Did the, you? Yeah, people know. Oh, surely know. there was some. No, nah, there was a few. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the Michael. Oh, even when I go, when Michael, I when I fly, well, you know, when I fly, you know, you like oh, someone will be in front of you. Oh, Mister Blah Blah Blah, Mister mm. Blah Blah. Oh, Mister Michael. That's, that's, <laughs> 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 I just give up. That's what I usually get. So you just run with it. Because well, it's it's actually Karyani. Karyani is the correct what, pronunciation. Yeah. Something. Have no. you been looking at his Wikipedia page for pronunciation? What you get with the world game, baby, <laughs> when you follow it. But the funniest thing, like. So you think Karyanis is hard to say, but when we go to America, I told Chammy this, remember? Like, <laughs> is, this, our, is this the Marco story? Yes. Yeah. So I told Chammy, I go, mate, it's really weird. When you go to America, you order something, you go, what's your name? Michael, right, uh-huh. obviously. They keep calling me Marco. <laughs> yes. And, and Chammy <laughs> didn't believe me, right? The and I said to him, I said, Chammy, when you go over, you know, mm. and what happened to you? Yeah, I was order a burger and mm. I was at Shake Shack. I love Shake Shack. If you can get, get me a sponsorship, I'll be happy. Anyway, I ordered Shake Shack and they're calling out my order. Well, they're calling out Marco. Yeah. Well, that's, <laughs> that's not, not me. me. That's not me. So I'm waiting. I'm waiting. And they keep calling out Marco, my wife, I reckon. Do you reckon that's us? Like they just don't know. And ever since then, I, I you either have to say Michael to him and really emphasize it. <laughs> just run with it. Or just run with it. And I, I have just been run with running it. with it. Yeah, I just yeah. go with Marco. You just run with it. 
Yeah. You say sentence over there, I'll have two beers and a burger, thanks, love. And you go, I don't understand a damn word you just said. <laughs> what about the West Tigers? What are they calling themselves on the board at the moment? So we, we all thought, okay, they've sorted themselves out. Hadjabantelis is staying. They're, they're going to work towards a better future for the club. They're having the review, this, that, and the other. Seriously, this footy club on a blue sky day could get drenched in rain. It's unbelievable how they find trouble amongst themselves. What is going on? Yes, Adam, uh, this is going to get ugly. You, th- you get the feeling. We know that they've, they've organized this external or independent review. It's really confusing because it's been called by the Holman Barnes group who have four of the seven board members on the board of the West Tigers. So they, they basically they they own West Ashfield. They 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 hold they're the majority of shareholders, and they've called this. Well, they like an investment review. company or something, are they? No, no, or they're a... just basically it's they're the owners of West Ashfield or the, the lease clubs. But they own a few properties That's the around the official title of them, Holman Barnes Group, oh. and they have the majority of the board. They have four yeah. of the seven. So really, this review they've called for is a review of themselves, and um, it's not like they're a separate entity and they've you know doing a, a review on the West Tigers board. No, they they're on the West Tigers board. Yeah, and. Last week we reported that it's, it appeared to yeah, external to to the review. This it's sort of gone up in smoke. And Lee Hadjipentelis, I think Lee Hadjipentelis is on his way out. And when two weeks ago he was locked and loaded for another well, what term was? We'll he? get to that. So that what happened was two weeks ago he was extended at a board meeting, unanimously extended. Right. The next day, or two days later, actually, he goes for a lunch with Justin Pascoe and Michael Carianis was there. Then the Daily Telegraph journos. What I think, Riccio, Buzz, and Reedy? Yep. Is that right? And what happened? You guys asked him. That, well, you- we spoke about the review naturally, as as you would. And uh, well, Reedy was all over the review. Reedy wanted to to know some information. And we asked um, Lee, "How does that? What does that mean for your future and, and your tenure?" He goes, "Well, I've just got reappointed three years." That's and three like, years. That's right. And we're like, "Oh, okay. Well, that's that's quite significant for for multiple reasons. Mm. One, that the review hadn't started yet, and." You know, they, they'd renew him. And Lee's a high-profile person. So once you get that three-year tenure, it's a, it's a good story, right? So we, we finished that lunch and we, we asked Lee for, you know, is it on the record? Can we have some quotes? He said, yes, no worries. So we got some quotes and banged the story up and then it caught some fire as, as Michael wrote last week. So that's where it got ugly. So the reviewers then voiced their displeasure to the Holman Barnes group and said, well, what's going on here? Now, this is the part where I'm not clear. Were they angry that it got out, that Lee spoke out of school and, and told the Telegraph what had happened or were they angry that the board actually extended him without knowing? I'm not sure. But it did lead to then an email from the Holman Barnes group, one of the directors who are also on the West Tigers board, to all the other directors. And I think the word that was used was inappropriate behaviour in regards to Lee telling the Telegraph and, and putting it out there that he… So they're annoyed that it's out there. But if, if, if it's been done, it's going to yeah. get out what there. They, well, yeah, well, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, if they're doing a review… And then they do that. Once again, it looks like this this club's got something to ask about. Well, they, they delayed the general manager's position. They wouldn't make a decision on the GM, even though they were talking to Mark O'Neill, until after the review. So you, you would think that all key decisions would have been put on hold. And reality is Lee was already – the only reason they extended Lee in that board meeting – I know it's a three-year deal, which technically it is, but it's only till November 2025, which is two years away. His, his term started a year ago. So the, the reason that they reappointed him officially is because – He's the only independent director on the board. And yep. if there isn't an independent director on the board for whatever reason, then the board isn't you know, formally constituted. It doesn't work. It doesn't allow them to continue operating the way they operate. So they moved 
to ensure that he was part of their future by reappointing. He doesn't him. have to be chair though. Well, that's now the argument. That's the argument. Did they appoint him as chair or did they appoint him as director? Well, you, you know Lee. I know Lee well. Who would you? I don't know. Who, Lee. who would you back in that instance? Well, I don't think Lee's going to lie in that situation. Lee doesn't lie. He's, it, one thing about Lee: Lee yeah. does not lie. Lee straight if, up. Direct. If anything, he's too far too the other honest, way. Right? He's too, too honest, honest and, and too out there. But Lee wasn't in the room when they when they voted, right? So he may have not have been across what was said. But from the the people I've spoken to, he's gone back. And they've gone back and looked at the, uh, looked the, the minutes, minutes of, the, yeah. of the, the meeting and they're comfortable that he is reappointed as a director and as a chair, not just a director, which he later got a phone call from someone, Tony Andriacchio on the board, saying that we've only reappointed you as a director. And and to be fair, I can understand the frustration. And this is not going to end well for the West Tigers. I don't see how Lee Hadjabantela survives or stays on, even if they have a change of heart now, if they say, no, no, we're all one happy family. Does it depend uh, on the Lee's report? Lee's not the kind of guy who's going to turn around and say, yeah, yeah thanks for stabbing, stabbing me in the back. I'm going to work work with you guys now. We're one happy family. That's not going to happen. It's either he goes or the four members of the Holman Barnes group go. And I, I don't think it'll be the four members of the group. So that Holman Barnes, by the way, just tweaked it. It's obviously a, a joint. It's it's one West legend it's named after, one Balmain legend it's named after, the two Keiths, Holman Barnes. Yep. So that's a sign of unity. It's not like one faction, the old kind of west side of it oh. not the Balmain side of it, it but they're one well, that's the they're, name they're a joint faction yeah well, they're, they're, yeah, well I don't know if there's, there's not much unity. Balmain about oh, well, it I don't think Balmain are happy about this yeah yeah so <laughs> you're saying it's not going to end well that meanwhile there's this review going on it's still not done now you were part of the media side of it yeah I'll put my hand up and say I was yeah, yeah. So Tammy's no running the review yeah. you didn't get an invite <laughs> no no not me no, no, no invite no, no. No, there were some there's a few others yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah. let's be clear about it. it it was purely your part of the review you're not part of the like oh no I'm not oh. sitting there giving them advice on corporate governance and structure yeah and, and who you should be playing no. halfback but it's, it's <laughs> purely I did give them advice on who should be playing halfback he put himself forward yeah I'm gonna be the GM next year you sabotage your Dragons fan you want them down the bottom and not you guys down the bottom. But, I mean, when's the review out? When's Mark O'Neill appointed? Is Mark O'Neill going to go near this It's going to go for a couple of months. Oh, my This God. is not going to be <laughs> – no, Seriously. I know. I know. They're going to – it's going to spend – they'll spend a couple more weeks interviewing people. How many people are they interviewing? Jamie? I think they're trying to interview 40 to 50 Yeah, people, about 50 yeah. people. So that's – and time you break that all down and have a written report and then you present it to the to board. And yeah. That's a long time. So I wonder how many West Tigers fans sat there – last Sunday week thinking, oh, man, what could have been under Ivan Cleary? And then you look at it from Ivan Cleary's point of view, and I know it was horrible, the text message sent to players, oh, by the way, I won't be a coach anymore, and he, he bailed on them when he wanted everyone on the bus. But is it any wonder why he he bailed? Seriously. Oh, I, I think they're unrelated. They're unrelated reasons. If Nathan wasn't at Penrith. That was a big factor. Yeah, but but you know, no, I, don't, wait a minute. I don't think he's sitting there with regrets, though. But, I mean, if West Tigers are run like Brisbane Broncos off the field. No, he was there don't. such a if short was time. A powerful... no, I, think, uh, I think if he didn't have that connection with Penrith and Nathan and, and those boys that Nathan grew up with, I, I think he's probably still the coach of the West Tigers. He, still co- he, he did coach Tedesco, Moses. He had that, he had that yeah. group. And then all of a sudden he didn't have – like. Oh, what I'm saying is if this was – properly run football club top I still to bottom. Don't, I don't think it matters with no, Ivan. I, I don't I, think it matters. If it was 
the Roosters or whoever the case may be, I still think he ends up at Penrith if the, if the opportunity arose, oh, regardless yeah. of the club he was at, I think he ends up back at Penrith. There are a lot of things to, to point the blame at the West Tigers for their incompetence. This isn't one of them. Ivan's oh, not, yeah. yeah this, but, but you're right. There have been a whole <laughs> heap of things over the years that you think, what's going on? Well, it brings it back to now. So Bradman Best, they could have a crack at him. If yeah. they were a stable football club, there would be a chance of maybe getting him at the money. But really, if you're Bradman Best, you're looking at that going, uh, you know what? I'm not so sure. Do players care about that stuff? Like young players, they care about stability. If they're getting good sure. advice, they are. For sure. <sighs> Particularly if you're coming out of a club that's had success. He's, he's, a, new, you know, he's a Central Coast junior, so he's come through mm. the, the grades at Newcastle. They're going to offer him big money too at Newcastle. They're not going cold on, on that offer. So if, you've got, if you're going to sit there and weigh it all up, that has to come into play. Yeah, the, the success of the actual football team does. I don't know if he, if he gives the stuff what's happening in the boardroom. No, but that it's all related though, Jamie. Yeah, yeah. It's all related. Yeah, but what if they, they're also probably going to be in a position to throw a lot of money at him as well. And a guy like that, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what his motivation is. But I think the West Tigers, you know, in, in the past, I think people have used them up, chewed them up, spat them out because they know they can get a big offer and they have no intention of going there. What's the what's the latest with Bradman Best and any other player movement that might be floating around at well, the moment? They're they're hard and fast on this November one rule now. So clubs aren't <laughs> supposed to or allowed to that, seriously though, but Andrew Abdo's come out and, and essentially said that you're allowed to register an interest and that's it. Yeah. And anyone that's caught breaking that and that's one of the case the case will be the test case will be once we find someone that's broken it, because it will happen. Yeah. Right? <laughs> It's Will happen or happening? Oh, it's happening. probably happened. As if it hasn't happened. Well, oh, they're going to like commandeer everyone's phones? They can. What? They can. The integrity unit can. Mm. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, if you're an NRL employee or an employer of a club, you, you have you can forfeit your phones and laptops and all this stuff over to the NRL's integrity Boys, unit. Nothing use, will happen uh, unless someone complains. Use Snapchat. Use Snapchat, Yo, yes. I'm, I'm Bradman, 1.3 million over Snapchat. Here you go, buddy. <laughs> it's the bane of the parenting of the teenager. Snapchat, because you can't see what they're doing and what they're messaging to I've each other. I've used contacts with Snapchat. Like, mm. I've used Snapchat for contacts, discussions. Can't. You did some of your best work on Snapchat. <laughs> Shut up, idiot. No, he does. He's Why good. do you go there? Uh, Automatic. Why is your well, he's talking setting? about work. Uh, I said he does some of his best work. With a stupid grin on your face. <laughs> <laughs> That's Jamie's default. Uh, um, but, so right now you're telling me that what register interests are – I like you I, and I'm, no figures no, and no I'm telling contracts. You that's what's spo- I'm telling you that's what's supposed to be happening. And Seriously. I don't know if you found, like I, I have found like talking to clubs a little bit, they're a little bit more wary of telling us um, that they're interested specifics yeah. because of yeah. what's going on, right? And it's November 1 is what, a couple of weeks away. So we yeah. don't have to wait long. Why is it November 1? Why don't you just make it the week after the grand the, final? the financial year of the NRL contracts. Uh, right, right, right. Um, so well, I tried to do a little trade window after the grand final, but some blokes called the RLPA didn't want it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wanted everyone to just go on holidays and do what they want. Mm. Understand. But Newcastle are confident they'll keep him. They're going to offer seven, seven fifty, three year deal on top of of next year. And is that enough? Surely that should be enough to keep him there. How, how high can the Tigers go? Eight, eight fifty. Like, yeah, it's going to make him. You, know, mm. you got Joey Marnie, probably the highest paid center in the game. Valentine Holmes is is up there, so it'd make him third, fourth highest paid center in the game. Yeah. Yeah, I can't see him losing Newcastle. Leaving Newcastle, I reckon the Tigers will be wasting their time going in for him. Yeah. Any other, like the, the Penrith situation with some of their players as well? well Any levers regret on grand final night from Crichton <laughs> and Lenu? Uh, I'm sure there was extra emotion around it. I don't know. Yeah. It, I think the regret will come next year if they're sitting at <laughs> When the they're bottom. standing behind the post. <laughs> yeah. That's when the regret will happen. 
Uh, <laughs> They're still know. all eating their chocolates from the grand final, all those boys. I know. What about that? Look, I, look, I think, Fantastic. I think Stephen Crichton, if he had he had his time to regret it and he hasn't said a word. And I think a lot mm. of that is because of his loyalty to Cameron Seraldo. And he knows, yeah. And, mate, he's won three comps in a row. Like, and the he's, million he's got for next year as well. Well, it's not even that much. To be fair, and this this is the part that people don't realise. So he's gone to Canterbury on about eight fifty. Mm. The original offer that Penrith made him, which they rejected, was actually seven hundred, right? Plus the ratchet clause, which was an eighteen percent increase. Mm. So the original offer they turned down was seven hundred. Mm. That went up. So what's eighteen? You're, you're a mathematic guru. Let's just say twenty percent. It went up twenty percent. That's one hundred forty grand. It would have been eight forty. He left for 10 grand after tax. He left for five or six grand. Mm. But it, they weren't to know that. Yeah. They weren't to know. And they were frustrated with the Penrith Panthers, whose side of the fence you sit on in this. That's a, a different debate. But they were fr- frustrated with procrasti- you know, the procrastination and the protracted negotiation. And yeah. I feel as though yeah, there was some mistrust between the two parties. What about Luai? Has there been any murmur of any clubs sliding into his DM saying, I like you, but we can't offer you anything at well, the moment? Well, in about six days' mm. time, Jerome Luai is free to sign a new agent. Okay. So that's the countdown. That's and all. if I find it very hard to believe he's going to get a deal done with Penrith before those six days yeah. on his own. So he's going to get an agent. Yep. You'd think. And there's a lot of talk it's going to be black money. I saw a post the other day. He put some a video of his comeback you know, a couple of weeks ago, Latrell Mitchell tagged uh, Black Money in there, which is his management company. Yeah. Um, so that's the talk about, that he's heading there. What about Gronk Incorporated with uh, Carriano's business? Yeah. Jerome and I. <laughs> Just tied up. We yeah. thought about going. Yeah, I was going to say, we did. We, we thought did. about you leaving two. you blokes. Play agents. Yeah. We you too. Yeah. We thought about leaving you blokes in when? the media. Well, we're a little much younger. Yeah. Couldn't do it now. He's on too much money. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? When we were all much younger, it would have been 10 years ago when we were trying yeah. to just cut our teeth in this world. Well, I don't even know if it's 10 years ago. I reckon. Longer? Yeah. No, five or six, I reckon. No. Nah. We thought about it. Well, maybe I did. You didn't want to join me by then. It was too Mate, big. It would have been, out of you two, there would have been more leaks than the Titanic half showing. Please, I'm nah, a vol. Nah. He's the lover <laughs> mouth. <laughs> me? Please, that's Reedy. Reedy's no, Reedy, got- no, Reedy's the worst. <laughs> We mentioned Ivan Cleary uh, a little earlier, but what did you make of the presentation night? Uh, is this as big as James Fisher-Harris, Sappy Coruscant, those <laughs> comments? Are saying, so he asked uh, if he'd returned to Penrith while serving as uh, Tigers coach. It was a, are you glad? He went, fuck yeah, <laughs> basically. <laughs> Ivan had had a few. No, basically. That's exactly what he said. He was, yeah, I was there. I was there that night. He was sideways. The next morning, and I don't think I think he continued as well. Well, his his uh, interview on the Today Show a couple of days earlier was quite funny as well. He, he was in. He had the slurs happening. Yes, yes. Now look, with the context around it, I went. I was on the field after full time on the grand final, and Dave O'Neill was out there. <laughs> I didn't report this. I changed the wording. Well, uh, with his with his permission, but he yelled across the field, and you know I didn't want to start a war with Gus, but he yelled across the field. Now that's how you execute a five year plan. Oh, yes, yes. I didn't use those words in my story. He changed it later on when I spoke to him. But he, he he and Ivan shared a moment and I went to Ivan after the game and we spoke about that moment when he met with him for that $4.20 co- coffee and he asked him to come across to the Panthers. It's a significant moment. Reality is well, that was the end of five years. That was the handshake deal that they made at that coffee shop. And I don't blame Ivan Cleary. I think I, Ivan Cleary handled it. He could have handled it a lot better the way he did with the Tigers. I think he maintained there was, wasn't as much happening as there was at the time, mm. but he's, he's gone. And yeah, he had a few drinks. I, I felt like we were in the inner sanctum 
and I didn't feel comfortable writing the story about his speech because it was it was quite good and he hit a few points there, but it was streamed to the public. Yeah, it was live streamed. Did he to know a that? lot of Panthers? I'm sure. Of course he did. And I, I I didn't feel comfortable myself being a guest sitting at the tables listening to it, writing it, but other people were going to find out. Mm. And what I don't was mind the tone it. of the evening? Was it stuff you were better than everyone else, or was it we're just happy we won three? Well. No, look, I, I like the Panthers guys. I think there was a bit of, you know, looking forward to next year. I, I think Ivan Cleary finished his speech. I don't know if this was written. Both he and the chairman, Peter Graham, finished the speech by saying, may the fourth be with you. Okay. You get it? So, yeah, I, I do, <laughs> Michael. I'm you not an it? idiot. Is that a four in your hat? Huh? Oh, it's a four. Yeah, what is that? That's a double L. Oh, okay. Loser. Yeah, double L. <laughs> I'm looking at one. <laughs> so, yeah, look, I, had, I, I thought it, it, it was – in the context of the speech, I thought it was fine, but I can see why Tigers fans would have their knickers in or not. Yeah. Mm. Well, Tigers fans aren't ever going to get over it. How can, like, he ruined it, their club. <laughs> well, it was really pretty bad. Well, but he ruined doing it a pretty good more. job themselves. Yeah. No, but it did set them back. Like, sorry to interrupt, but he did set them back a lot. The, the guys that he brought to the club were Ivan Cleary type players. They didn't suit Michael Maguire. They paid good money for him. He set them back four or five years. He did. Did he not? Yeah, I guess so, but it's like... They lost Tedesco and Moses. That it, set him back more than yeah, Ivan Cleary lately. Who did that? You tell me. Who put a deadline on Mitchell Moses and then Mitchell Moses packed up his toys and decided to have a hissy fit and leave? Mm. He did that. He did that. He, he he was the one negotiating with the three of them and Luke Brooks kept Luke Brooks. They celebrate with swagger, Penrith. And so Bring they should. Bring it back to the Penrith. So they should. If you're a young guy in your early 20s, you're playing with your childhood mates at your childhood club, you've just won three comps in a row... If you can't have swagger, then when can you have swagger? Mm. And they're actually quite humble guys, right? Like yeah. if, if, when you speak to them, they, they don't have this bravado uh, about them. It's just that they're, they're enjoying the moment. And uh, if you can't, like obviously we've got this tall poppy syndrome here, but I, I feel like if you're in that situation where Penrith are, you can't tell me you wouldn't be walking around with, with your chest they're, out they're a little bit. They're different people. Like they're Westies, bro. We, we, they, no, it's true, He's going to go get, start going on about the Golden West now. It's different out there. It's different. Same air. You wouldn't you wouldn't see people the way acting the way they do. <laughs> Sorry, my phone just started. No ringing. way. Uh, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, <laughs> oh, it isn't. Sorry, uh, I thought it was someone else. Um, yeah, you wouldn't see it, but it's, that's quite normal. I, I grew up in Western Sydney. It's quite normal the way they're behaving. People outside that but area how are might they not behaving? see. They're not. They're not doing anything. It's confident. Anything. They're not doing anything wrong. They're confident. How, how can't you have confidence though if you're in? I that, don't know. Issue. I love it. You know what I mean? Like. But some people who aren't used to it think what's wrong, what, will think what's wrong with these James people. James Fisher-Harris still got his jersey on from the final, from the, from the, from the grand, <laughs> the grand final. final. He thought – he kind of embodied how they felt about the opposition and about the moment after he was sat there. Paul Gallen went up to him on the coverage and interviewed him and said in his first answer about how do you approach the game and everything, he said, yeah, everyone was saying how good a pack they've got and we took it personal. And mm. if you have a look – at the last play of the game, right up until the last heartbeat of the grand final, James Fisher-Harris is standing over Thomas Flagler, making sure he doesn't strip the ball. Like he's still the bodyguard out there. He's still on. And if that filters through from the forward pack all the back and then you sprinkle in the brilliance of Nathan and the brains of Nathan and the coaching from Ivan and getting these players set and some of the other the players out the back, it's a pretty formidable thing and it's understandable that they've done what they've done. Yeah, and his combination with Moses Liotta like Moses Liotta has probably produced a, How underrated a, is he? the three best performances from a, a front row in the last three years in, in, in grand final. I reckon he's outplayed Fisher-Harris. Fisher-Harris has been enormous, but I reckon Moses Liotta has been outstanding. And the two of them combined is just a, 
an awesome platform where Haas and, and Flegler couldn't go with them. Like, Just. Like, you know, Haas was good. He was outstanding. And he, he won the Broncos player of the you know, year, he, understandably. He was, he was outstanding, right? But that, that forward rotation is is the best in the game, and, and it sets that platform and allows the, the backs to, to do what they do. He's a rookie. Who's but, a rookie? This guy. We what? don't talk footy on this podcast. Oh, yeah. Forgot about that. <laughs> We're not allowed to talk footy <laughs> on this podcast. What are you that. doing? Hey, just a quick one before we have um, a little spell. Just on Nathan Merritt. Obviously, the whole rugby league community hoping for the best with this man because he's legend of South Sydney. What happened? Do we know? Or, or it can't Look, really be reported? Oh, we, we don't because we don't know exactly, right? It's obviously yeah. a, a sensitive situation. Nathan's still in, in intensive care at the moment. His sister put up a post yesterday and was – hopeful that um there may be a, a recovery it's been an issue with some painkillers subscription mm. painkillers and and but you know where it's at at the moment it's it, it's a scary situation for for nathan because we, we don't have a resolution and we don't know what the outcome may be well there's not one person who follows rugby league and knows who nathan Merritt is not hoping for the best and he yeah. pulls through it absolutely thoughts uh, with him and his family we're as mentioned going to be back in a moment Des Hasler and Manly. I thought it was done. I thought, like, <laughs> like, I thought they divorced, they settled the kids, that everything, like, yeah, moved out, moved on with like Des is moving to the Gold Coast, going to have a palatial <laughs> joint on Broad Beach there overlooking New Zealand. Mm. Um, Manly are trying to get on with things. Hang on a minute. Des is sinking compo. What's going on? <laughs> Where did this come from? Well, it's sort of been bubbling for since Des left Manly. He hasn't. He didn't accept the the severance package that that was part of his terms of um, that Manly offered him originally to to keep the door ajar for potential legal action, and and that's what occurred. It, it's going to be in court on October twenty, I think it is, where um, we might see some dirty laundry air. Because what, Man- so, what does he want, Mick? What does he want? What's well, cash? You bet. Right? Like so, he was contracted for twenty twenty three. Yes, which he was terminated. Yes. But there was a clause in his deal that said if you finish in the top six in 2022, 22, yeah, you get 2024 exactly triggered. Exactly right, yeah. So at the end of 22, the rainbow jersey fiasco. Yeah, they were ninth heading into that game. Right. Right. And then they fills it out, didn't win another game. They, they lost the game before that, and then they never won another game So that is year. he saying that the club's incompetency and the way they handled the jersey situation and the lack of communication and correspondence – Derailed the team to the point where it cost him the chance to make the top six. Is that I what he's arguing? So. I be assume in court? so. I think that's what he'll claim. We haven't seen a statement of claim from, from Des yet, but he's long maintained that the the pride jersey and is quite critical of, of club management at that time. But um, you wrote differently on the weekend. You, you wrote that he knew about it. Well, he, I, or that I, they think he knew about it. I don't know the time of, of when he knew, but the, the Manly will claim um, in their court case, and this is part of their defense, that um, they told Des, no, no, we're going to go back to our home jersey. Right, we're going to go back. The board made a decision to go back oh, to our after home after it's all come public. Oh, right? Well, yeah, well, well you can't public. do that once it's all come out. You look even worse. Mm. But that, that's that's what they decided, right? And Des talked him into this is what they were alleged that and and claiming court that Des talked him into wearing the pride jersey and staying with the pride jersey. And if players wanted to not play, that he was fine with it and he'd find replacements. But that damage had been done, hadn't it? Of course it had. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So yeah, like, yeah. whether or not they players actually played that game or didn't play that game. They were outed and were – everyone knew they didn't want to play because of the rainbow jersey. I don't know if so it So it was going to cause drama. I don't know if it got to that stage yet where – I don't know the exact time frame, right? I don't know if it got to the stage where yeah, yeah. We um, knew they weren't playing. We knew they weren't going to play or it was in-house where they were that going was to the consider we going to play. Well, that, no, it was the same night. It was the same night when we wrote the story yeah. that it was it – was, they were going to wear the – and the players were having reservations. But 
you fast track it that next morning. It could have been dead and buried if Manly said they were going to wear the home jersey. Those players would have played. You know, that's the highest selling um, alternate jersey that Manly have ever had and probably in NRL history. <laughs> well, I tried to ring the manufacturers to see how they were going with it. They, they, they didn't want a bar of They me. went real well in terms of sales, mm. but reputational damage to the club was another thing. I can yeah. say as a Manly what, fan. Whatever they made in jerseys, they're going to have to give it back to Des anyway. Well, maybe. <laughs> but uh, outlawing those claims there or outlining them, um, those claims there, no offence, Des, but that team wasn't finishing the top six rainbow jersey or not because I purely look at the football. I remember last year they went to your joint actually, wet night at Cogra and played like busters, and that told me that they're not finishing the finals. It wasn't the fact that all this happened. Now, it's fair enough that it wasn't great and yeah. it didn't help the yeah. club, but I don't think – that's so subjective, and I don't know how the court of, of law course, works in this yeah, regard, but how can you say that They've this been cost them to the top though. six? They've been trying to settle for months. Yeah. and But they haven't obviously reached – a resolution well, of what they, they feel, feel is a fair payout for Des, and I, I imagine it's all around twenty twenty four because hmm. Des had twenty three guaranteed. You'd imagine Manly would have to pay him out all of twenty twenty three, or you, whatever the court, you know, or, or whatever, whatever, whatever the terms the of that agreement. Was, but was, the right? argument's going to be no. Well, you've actually crawled me the chance to get twenty four, and yeah. do you owe me anything? I don't know. Well, a bit of player movement at Manly. It, it seems Sean Kepi might be on his way to the south. He'll be going to south, Mick. He'll, he'll go to south. Is this at the um, expense of Kalamatangi because he's? No, 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 I think else, well, with, with, Souths, with Souths, they've got they've got a, a middle spot free because they wanted to keep Jaime Sele and yeah. they haven't replaced him yet. They made him a, a good offer, but he ended up at the Dragons, so they've kept that roster spot free. Yep. And um, with Sean Kepi, he's on he's on a big deal, Sean Kepi. Yeah, it does at, put him at, on a decent at, deal. You know, four fifty five hundred, good money for for Sean Kepi. Manly will have to chip in for, and he's got three years left on his deal, so it's a long term deal. But he'll end up at South. I wouldn't be surprised if that's announced at some stage this week, but Sean Kepi will be at South Sydney next year. And that opens the door for potentially Matt Lodge to to get a top 30 deal. Aaron Woods is another one that they've sort of well, only – He's too busy here. <laughs> he's busy here. <laughs> it's yeah, well, not happening. There's not a top 30 deal for there, for Woods here at Manly at the moment. At the moment. Yeah, well, Matt Lodge is ACL, isn't he? ACL, so he won't yeah, be back yeah. until back end of yeah. next season. Ezra Mam as well. Are they going to try and upgrade before – the perfect scenario for Brisbane, from what I can tell, is upgrade Mam – Back end it and give him Adam Adam Reynolds type money once Adam Reynolds decides, ta da! Yeah. Well, he we, becomes a man, right? Or like he he, he would think uh, so. Yeah, I like what he did there. I, I didn't mean to do that, but he, he becomes there. You know, he he'll go past Reynolds at in the second year of that deal. And yeah. it, the interesting thing will be was what happens with Adam Reynolds and how early they go. Been here about, before, haven't we? You know, we, <laughs> it's exactly the same situation. Uh, how what? early they want to go and and what they offer. How good is he though in the grand final? After, Adam Reynolds. After oh. he, he leg nearly snapped off. Uh, was he good? Was, was Matt, he good? Were you on holidays? Yeah, I was on holidays. Oh, okay. Well, did you watch the game? In what state were you when you watched the game? Yeah, <laughs> inebriated. <laughs> the fifth tackle option, I think they'd regret, but that was the only fifth tackle oh. that they had. That was the only tackle they had in the last one. I will say, one thing that you lot didn't report it, by the way, <laughs> the kicking game played a huge part late in that game. And Brisbane, all of a sudden, 20 minutes into the second half, were kicking into a freaking cyclone. Yeah, they turned the fans on. Yeah, they did. Anyway, oh, these yeah. are the things that you don't get picked up in the written word uh, coverage of this game. But Clearly, you didn't uh, Clearly, you didn't listen to our podcast last week because we, we were scathing of Adam Reynolds' performance in the grand final. I wouldn't week. be scathing of it. We weren't scathing. We were critical, maybe. That's yeah. the word. Backtracking already. He was scathing. No, we, 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 we floated off. options. Like, people blew up. I had messages last week because we we were just talking about Adam Reynolds and I think Gordon Tallis said on one of the podcasts here on, on the Listener app that Adam Reynolds may not – or Brisbane shouldn't give Adam Reynolds a new deal until midway through next year. And I said, well, if that happens, 
Yeah. I can see a situation where we're talking about a Ben Hunt possible swap for Adam Reynolds and he I hasn't got a deal. This. I did hear yeah, all this, actually. People giving it to me like I was trying to, yeah, yeah. like it was news. No, we were just talking. This is what we do. We talk crap yeah, on yeah, here, don't yeah. we? Yeah, well, well, now that you've got a proper host back, you can just <laughs> yeah, we, we won't be getting trouble. streamline your thoughts a bit better. Hey, guys, just a, a, a last one as well. You two are, are really good mates. I don't know how you put up with him. And <laughs> I'm looking mean? at Carianas right now. And I'm mean? not looking at Chamus. <laughs> Why? <laughs> no, but you two are really uh, good mates, but you are despised rivals in your work. Can I tell you a story about Chammy? Yes, go. So, please. Cost Harbour. So, <laughs> Chammy's very needy. Yeah. Right? He's, needy. Very, he's very needy. He is very I like needy. People. I like to be you around know? people. Camp Coffs, as we dubbed it for Origin, and we were together 24 oh, 7. We were working together at the time. We were working together at the, the time, yeah. Well, I was at the Herald. So, What's like, it like to carry around Nurofen in one pocket and <laughs> Panadol in the other uh, for every four needed. hours? And, and for his uh, sickness, he needs it too. So I always have to carry a little <laughs> medicine bag around. But I had to leave a, a, a night early to get uh, I had a family event on by the time I That's a lie. You had to coach a football team. No, no, no. My cousin's 21st. He's actually 37, but he had to get. Away, so. <laughs> one night, right? So we'd been together five nights. By the time I landed in Sydney, I had three missed calls, <laughs> five texts. Going, oh, oh, mate, what am I supposed to do? He was like, mate, it's one night. You're coming back home tomorrow. Just relax. Oh, well, I was bored, okay? Go to the Hoey Moe and play the pokies. We did plenty something. of Hoey. Well, yeah, we Mowies. did. We, <laughs> <laughs> I played a whole season of Rugby League 2. I did. <laughs> I missed a whole season that night. Uh, well, well, actually, I played a career, I think, by the end of it. I had like a, a we're gun not be, team. Like, Chammy doesn't drink. I'm not a huge drinker. I'm not like, a big drinker you know, no. so we yeah. played PlayStation. And right. I don't know where Reedy was. I think he was upset with me at that point because I played a prank on him and he stopped talking to me. <laughs> Let's not go back. To no, that. no, don't go back <laughs> there. But you two, like the the two in Dumb and Dumber, so you 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 tied as. Well, yeah. we but go then, way back. You got to beat each other to a story, and if one gets the back page, I know the other one's getting a call from the uh, from the editor going, "Where were you on that one, dickhead?" Well, I mean, <laughs> it's yeah. Well, we when he left. When he, like we, because we'd grew, grown up together, like mm. we came through the cadet system at Fairfax. We started Theater the same newspaper, day, same day, actually the same day. He was at the St George Lead, and I was at the Fairfield Champion, covering your mates Marconi, Bonnie mm. Rigg, Sydney United, and we went to this like cadet induction day, and that's where I met him. Yeah, we were the only guys who knew what rugby league was at the time. <laughs> and the other uh, journos across there, um, and then we went to cadet camp in Hawkesbury, yes. and we bonded over yes. a couple of cadet raspberry camp. cruises. Where's the cadet camp? Red, ra- raspberry <laughs> cruises. Cadet camp. Yeah, I was just for, I had a cruiser there for the first time. Yeah. That was great. We came mates, then he decided to ditch me yeah. and go across to, to News Corp. Yeah. And I was disappointed because... <laughs> I was disappointed. He took up all the salary cap. I had to get out. <laughs> I felt like we had something going, but anyway. No, we navigate it. Like, there are... You don't lie to each other, but there are times where you just can't tell... You just can't. And no, there's no hard feelings or anything like that. You just know that... Um, Does it feel better? Like this brotherly thing, like when you beat your brother in, but it nah, feels a little better. Does nah, it feel better nah, when you nah. get an exclusive over? No, no. You're saying, look at your face. We had, an incident, we had an incident once. He wasn't happy with uh, me. I was, I was carrying was on a bit chirpy, last year. I was too chubby. He told me to get stuffed. Which one? No, I don't think we can go into specifics. I said, pull your head in. But otherwise, we're not. I'm not ringing him saying, yeah, got you. Or he's ringing me saying, yeah, got you. We text each other. If someone has a good yarn, we'll text each other and say, good yarn, good yarn, you know. I do like to beat him. Obviously, we're competitive, right? But there's no, like, I don't set out to beat Chammy. But we know, but we're I'm out to beat the Telegraph and he's out to beat the Herald and that's how it is. But we know each other's backyards in terms of, I know if I'm in an area where he delves, I'm very, you know, I won't speak to him for a couple of days because I know that, because you don't want to lie too, to too close, we don't too lie close to, to home. Like, like, ideally, our lives would be much easier for working together. Are yeah. you, co- you coming back? 
Is that is that a, is that a, <laughs> is, that a, is that a pitch for a job? It would have been easier. No, nah, it would be a lot easier, of course. We so would like to work together. But. So you like the guy more than the guy that usually sits in this seat? What well, like. easily? <laughs> Wait, mate, that guy. So um, he, you know what's he? He's so in he's in Airly Beach right now. Why is he even put sunscreen on for these lights? <laughs> <laughs> he's in Airly Beach right now, and he brushed us. You know what? I'm going to ring him. Airly Beach. Yeah, he's is in that Airly where they have the kangaroos camp? It's a good spot. Let's, let's, well, let's call him. What are you playing the first game up there? Okay, call him. Yeah, go. I'm going to Peter Valandis him. Yeah, well, you. Enough of that, by the way. No, no. Valandis is going to. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't text him or anything. He's brushing you. He's brushing you. What, what a moron. <laughs> He's brushed you. What a moron. What a gronk. Reading uh, content. <laughs> that's that's. Dead. He doesn't even have voicemail. They're weird people. Those yeah, ones. No voicemail. Uh, do you check voicemails? Uh, no occasionally, if it, voicemail. unknown number, I'll check the voicemail if they leave a message. Yeah, I'll check it. But yeah. I prefer people to text me. I'll never check it. No mm. point. Don't leave me a voicemail, Danny, when you return my call. There you go. On that note, that's Footy Talk. That was great. Michael, thank you. Pleasure. Jamie, thank you. I look forward to seeing you next week. You I'm good? not here next week. Oh. Uh, what day is it? Yeah, I'll be here next week. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Well, just stay in that seat, right? It's your rightful home. <laughs> that was Footy Talk Journalist Edition. 